Welcome, everybody, to another episode of NFL East Podcast. Make sure to follow the podcast on Podbeam, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcast. You can join our NFL East Podcast. Uh, Facebook group on Facebook. You can watch every episode of this podcast on YouTube. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Hello, NFL boy Brandon's page. We're going live uh, there too today. This is first time live on both streams. Pretty cool. I'm Mr. McDolphin. That's NFL boy Brandon. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Mr. McDolphin73, and follow the show on Twitter at East NFL. What's up, fellas? What's up? The you guys epic have- intro there. Yeah, huh? Yeah. Like an epic intro. <laughs> you guys good. Hell yeah. What's up? Go big or go home. Listen, right, all right, we're right. kind of divided here because I'm a Patriots fan. He's a Dolphins fan, Mr. McDolphin, and he's a Cowboys fan, Rich is. So Yeah, the whole the here. whole idea behind this podcast is to learn to love your enemy. So yeah. you got <laughs> we yeah. we talk about we talk about and give props when do two teams we do not like. So um yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's gonna be a change up for next year when next season when uh, uh all the rivalries take place or you know yeah right. yeah but, yeah uh, exactly and I mean horns it's getting locking the horns. Right, right. But I mean I think a lot like last year, this year, um the East is gonna dominate. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I, I think we're going to see another two really strong divisions, you know, so it'll be, you know, bumping heads and running every each other over. So it'll be yeah, go crazy. big or go home uh, that he is like Uncle Gus. He's a uh, Colts fan. He's a longtime supporter of mine. Well, not long time, but he has been around for the last couple of weeks. So really cool. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Um, so what we're going to do tonight is we'll just like we kick off every um, podcast. We will do a little bit of news from the East. It is the off season. There's not a whole lot of news, but you know, there's a little bit of news, so we can uh, talk about that real quick. But we're gonna dive into. Yeah, can we also talk about your rustiness? Rustiness yeah. is terrible, ain't it, man? This yeah, off season you, you, has you, been you. been rough, dude. I ain't been doing nothing but laying out by the pool. <laughs> I can, I can tell when beers, he was doing that intro, you know. It, Man, you stumbled like words. nine times. You didn't have to bring that up, dude. But uh, but <laughs> but it is the um, it is the off season. There really is nothing going on. So what we wanted to do before it got too far away from the draft, that kind of our next step is to um, set ourselves up, see who um, who makes the rosters, all of those kind of things at the end of summertime. And and then start taking a look at our fantasy football draft and who, what players we want to take, where they rank. So before I got too far away from the draft, we're going to answer the question tonight on how does this rookie class impact our fantasy football drafts? That's yep. what we're going to take a look at is just um, position by position, the t- just the top guys in the positions. Do um, are they going to be worth you know drafting in your fantasy draft? Um, who can start who, you know, and just have yeah. good conversation slash arguments um, about that, because I'm sure just like in all the good episodes, all three of us do not agree on the same thing. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. How does yep. that sound? Pretty good. That sounds good. good. I mean, we got a kicker that got drafted in the third round. Don't you think we need to give him some damn props, dude? Yeah. I mean, that, that was crazy. I mean, so, he's yeah. taken over for, for one of the, one of the greatest kickers of all time. You know what I'm saying? So, but we'll talk about that later. 
Let's start with a little bit of news from the East. All right, first up, um, there was a couple of pretty big-name players that even, you know, might affect our fantasy draft um, just to find out where they end up. But we have two um, two free agents that have recently been released from their teams, and I thought it would be worth getting your guys' opinion on where do you think they'll end up, where do you want them to end up, um, that kind of – and then we have one other topic that's just a rumor right now but um, that rumor was triggered by something that happened uh, by something that one of the teams did in the NFL East. So of course we'll talk about it. So let's start with Deandre Hopkins. Deandre Hopkins was released by the Arizona Cardinals. Um, He already has planned visits with the Texans or I mean, I'm sorry, the Titans, Tennessee Titans and um, Brandon's new England Patriots. Um, Those are the only two he has as of right now. Where do you guys want to see him end up? Rich, I would love your opinion. Do you want him in Dallas? Um, I, I watched your all's mini camps and stuff. You guys are looking good, man. You got cooks over there. That's. Do you think that's enough firepower for Dak? Or do you think he needs some more help? What do you think? Uh, yeah, I would like to have uh, Hopkins for the Cowboys for sure. I don't think it's going to happen because of uh, uh, how stingy the Cowboys are going to be on the salary cap. I think, uh, in fact, I think uh, Hopkins probably priced himself out of a lot of teams as far as like Kansas City, Buffalo, and Dallas. I think, right? Yeah, I think yeah. all kinda... I think so. I think he could have easily got traded, but he was not willing to negotiate his contract. Right, um, and that's going to be a, traded, so that's going to be an issue for somebody that's probably on the back end of his career there. But right, but would I take Anthony Hopkins? Uh, sure, <laughs> right, sure, I would. Uh, I don't know if I would take him for twenty million. And I think he can probably get that from a Tennessee or a Houston or uh, even the Colts or somebody. Right. Uh, Patriots, possibly. Patriots need some firepower. So, yeah. Um, Um, Brandon, what do you think? He is actually, he has a planned visit um, with the new, the new England Patriots. What do you, what are you thinking over there as a Patriots fan? The, the one thing I want to say, we're streaming on uh, three platforms right now. Bill has got to be watching one of these. Don't let him walk out the door without a contract, Bill. Don't fuck this up for us now, baby. Come on. We're right around the corner from getting a true number one for Matt Jones, finally. Uh, Do we consider Hopkins uh, still a number one? Well, he definitely would be in the Patriots system. So (laughs) that's right. Okay. Fair point. Fair point. I I mean, and he was a proven true number one back in his prime. Yeah, he might be. He's a great player. But, he's uh, badass. He is you know, badass. Yeah, I, I, I feel like he would do nothing, honestly, but make Matt Jones a little bit better. You know, with, with him being an older, uh, proven player, I feel like he probably, you know, if Matt Jones made a bad pass in practice or something, D-Hop would probably come over and be like, hey, man, you know, look, you're, you're th- looking this way or throwing this way, look this way and stuff. He'd help out Matt Jones a little bit and stuff. And I feel like that would only make Matt Jones a better player. So, if we can get D Hop, I say get him. I'm not willing to pay him 20 million per year, but if we can get him on maybe a two year, 15 million dollar deal, no, he would at least he would at least once the same contract as OBJ, and he is just he's still as good as OBJ. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So um, OBJ got a 15 million dollar contract guaranteed, 15 million. Yeah. Um, 
and he's not going to go anywhere for less than that. I wouldn't think, right? I mean, yeah, I agree. He's with still you, got right? more gas in the gas in the tank than OBJ, right? right? I mean, yeah, we haven't even seen OBJ play, so. Um, right, I was. Yeah, I think uh, I do think Hopkins is going to go for the money, which I don't blame <laughs> him. So, uh, somebody will give him fifteen million dollars, probably. I think that's and he's probably that's probably in the price range he he should expect. Right, I think right. Uh, twenty. And he million deserves to get paid. I say get paid. So. Yeah, and he's got to bring a, a veteran leadership to your wide receiving room. It, that's uh, what I was going to say. He brings a veteran leadership as long as he doesn't teach them how to use steroids. It's we'll be good to go. Um, that's <clears throat> yeah. I mean, just just saying, he's coming back off of he got popped. So, um, but what he does is he elevates all of the other wide receivers because he demands so much attention. Um, I, I don't think may, he might not be a true number one still today, but you still are going to struggle with him one-on-one. You have to pull right. a safety over. And when you do that, you make every other wide receiver lined up around, you know, across from him better. You know what I'm saying? So right. you demand the attention and, and uh, D hop still does that. Definitely. Um, somebody else that has a little uh, gas left in their tank. They're only 27 years old, got released by the Minnesota Vikings, Dalvin Cook. Who needs a running back? There is a lot of rumors about the Miami Dolphins. Um, looking at Dalvin Cook, uh, I think he would fit great in the Miami Dolphin the Miami Dolphin team. Um, I would be. He's from Miami. He went to high school there. Um, you know, but kind of like the whole D Hop thing, he needs to be willing to take a pay cut because the reason why he didn't get traded is because of that salary, and nobody want to pay him that much. Um, but you see a lot of hate from him, at least I do, on in the Miami Dolphins Twitter of like, we don't need him. He's washed up. He's this. He's that. So I was like, Dalvin Cook, didn't didn't he have a good year last year? I started looking back. Dude's only 27 years old. He got 1,300 plus yards last year. The dude, he's he's went up in yardage every year for the last three years. He's not declining. He's not, no. He's still badass, y'all. He's still badass. <laughs> Yeah, he had a really good year. Uh, like you said, 1,300 yards there. His numbers were pretty decent. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he is a high-paid running back, but he's not the – It's not he's not breaking the bank, but it's just right. definitely a sign of the time for how running backs are re- regarded in the NFL. Uh, I do think somebody will pick him up for a pretty good yeah. contract, I think, because he's yeah. got gas in the tank. Uh, he would be a perfect fit in Miami. If, and if you guys got the cap space, I would, yeah. Yeah. You know, that would upgrade your running back cores, that's for sure. Plus – being a veteran uh, pass pass receiver, you right. know, from the backfield. Uh, yeah, your coach could do a lot with him. Yeah. I mean, just to show you how long it's been for the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins have not had a three-down back since Ricky Williams. So that's how I was exactly about to say that. Yeah, Ricky so, Williams. Um, is it's awful. pretty crazy. Um, yeah. Dolphins fans are, we're you know, we're hoping. You know, we're hoping. Um, yeah, it would, it would be a yeah. good match. And – uh um, and so really now, improve your back in the pool, drinking a beer, hoping that's all I'm doing. Yeah. Just, just hoping. So. Well, well, my, my question is, okay. Is this that, okay. Yes. That would be awesome. It well, would really suck for my ass. Cause I'm a Patriots fan, but would be amazing for you guys. If you got him that, um, because you know, we we've seen how good cook can be when healthy. Uh, but my attention then turns to the people over there in the purple. Who the hell do you have at running back now? You have Madison, but yeah, who outside they, of him do you have? You didn't. No, you kind of knew that they were going to be doing something <laughs> right. 
with Cook when um, they restructured and signed a pretty big deal for Madison. Yeah. So they may, they're making him the feature back and whoever else they got. Yeah, but outside of that, who else do you have? You don't have anybody else outside of Madison. Yeah. Yeah, they think they think Madison can be a featured back. You know what I'm saying is what they think. And he's younger. He's a, he's you know four years younger. So yeah, <laughs> that's what they're just kind of like what Rich said. That's where the markets went for running backs. They're just turning them over. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm kind of um, interested in seeing. Could we see a late pickup of the Vikings picking up Ezekiel Elliott? Oh, there you go. That would just be to add to that room. There you go. Maybe. I think somebody's going to pick up Zeke uh, probably towards the end of training camp, probably uh, based on need, and they'll be like, "Hey, we need a we need a running back that can come in here and get short yardage, uh, depend be dependable for us, and touchdown machine, touchdown goal machine, line, goal line yeah. machine. Uh, they'll pick him up, and then these players don't want to go through OTAs anyway. You know, they don't want to, they can miss as much of the practice as they need to. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know? so they sign late, and then. Take whatever the market is kind of truly offer them, but and I think I yeah. think that's something kind of big to look at too because look at a running back room. He uh, Zeke would fit great in a running back by committee, um, being that third down back, that big body back, um, that you know three yard touchdown back. Yeah, and he's brings so much leadership to that room. So somebody with a young running back room, and then add him to it. He just he would he would help those young guys so much. Uh, yeah, he's, yep. he's awesome. Yeah, and I also think he comes back for maybe two to three million dollars, yeah, as, as opposed to twelve million dollars that was on the right. contract. Yeah, so, exactly. So, but, all right, that's, that's cool. still not bad, right? No, I totally agree. The only other topic, and it's I don't to me, it shouldn't even be a topic, but it's the damn commanders. the de- The commanders declined the fifth year option uh, when they did the contract for um, edge rusher Chase Young, and so now. Um, what's up? And so now, um, rumors are swirling all over the place. Are the is Washington going to trade Chase Young? Um, to me, you don't you don't get rid of your best defensive player. Um, they have done a really good job at building around him. Now that defense with him or without him is badass. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, and, and moving in the right direction, they're young. And so I don't, I don't understand. I would have picked up his fifth year option. That's what I would have done. Yeah. I don't understand. Cause somebody explained to me why they didn't. And do you think they're going to trade them or do you think they're just going to let him play it out and then either in them, um, offer him a contract sometime during the season or let him become a free agent next year? What do you guys think? Um, yeah. You want to go first, Rich? Yeah, I would say I think uh, they're playing, a, they're gambling a little bit. If Chase Young has a great year next year, then uh, you're foolish for not picking up that fifth year option. And you're either going to have to pay him or let him walk. And if you were going to pay him, you should have paid him the fifth year option, like you said. Uh, however, I think it might, if they can get some, some trade compensation for uh, Chase Young before the season starts, before, uh, you know, we see how he, comes off of his you know previous injuries and stuff he may not be something you want to invest in the future and maybe having a third round pick or something is a win-win for the commanders but but they have to do they know something that we don't i mean they probably do that's what it sounded like when they did not back in april if you remember this i think me and you talked about it rich 
um, back in April when they didn't pick up his fifth year option. I was like, oh, do they know something we don't know? Is he not completely healthy? What's going on right. with this dude? You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, so and, and he may he may have already hit his ceiling there. They feel like uh, coming back from injury is going to be this good and that's it. Uh, they invested a third round or third number three pick. I yeah, think number three, three the yeah. they passed up on Justin Herbert to, uh, um, I think quite a, you know, obviously anybody, but, uh, that was not a good pick. Like chase young has not been, I don't know. I say he's a bust, but for a number three pick, he hasn't lived up to a number three pick at all. <clears throat> yeah, my I mean, outside of injuries, he's right. Well, yeah. and the injuries, you know, he was withholding as you know, he may only have, you know, he only be, may be so good. Right. Yeah, that's true. Brandon, what's your what's your uh, opinion on this last topic before we get started? Uh, well, I, I'm on board with you guys. I I think I think they're doing it. I think they declined it because where he's been injured so many times, and I think they want to see whether this can be a true injury free season before they invest multiple years into this thing with him. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I think this is a make it or break it year for him. I, I think not only do they want to see Kenny stay injury free, but I want to see, I think they want to see how, what, like kind of what Rich was saying, has he hit his ceiling or is there going to be more of Chase Young that we haven't seen yet? Will he be some kind of freak kind of yeah. like uh, Patrick Mahomes is, Will can he be that or, or something? Uh, now I did see a report that was kind of scary. Um, if he does end up getting released at the end of this year, the Pittsburgh Steelers are said to have interest in him, and that would be scary. Yeah, um, that's Mike where they, they take average defensive players and make them superstars. Yeah, so I hate Pittsburgh. So, right, which that would be a great fit. I mean, if I'm a, a great fit, yeah. If, I, if I'm a Chase Young, I'd be like, sure, send me to Pittsburgh. You know, because yeah. uh, exactly. Yeah. See, yeah, I'm I'm with you, Brandon. I'm willing to buy this a little bit more if you tell me it's the it's because of his injuries and it, it, they want to see if he could stay healthy for a whole year. Not yeah. about his play because I think his play has developed nicely and he's yeah. become a pretty good edge rusher and has potential of being a great edge rusher. I've always thought that injuries have gotten in his way and has have hindered him from growing yeah. and taking that next step. So, right. You know. And that happens that, you know, it happens to really great players, you know, right. Exactly. They, they just can't get over the, you know, recovering from the injury to reach their potential. Right. Yeah, so. exactly. exactly. Which is a shame, which is a shame, but you know, the commanders really thought they were what they were drafting was a Micah Parsons type player, and he hasn't yeah. done anything like that. So right. Well, I mean, when Chase Young is healthy, he's up there, kind like not on Micah yeah. Parsons level, but I'd say he's probably like right behind him. Right. He could be. Like, he like, can't stay healthy, so that's yeah. the problem. But he, and he's gotten better every year. Was my yeah. well, you know what well, I'm he saying? Kind of put, like he had a great he had a great rookie year, but then the second year, up until his injury, which is later in the season, he he really took a decline kind of okay. fell off a little bit from his rookie year. Right. So, yeah. And, and yeah. then since then, he's just been battling with these uh, lingering Every injuries. Year seems to be something. Yeah. Wrong. And it's, it's like, boy, if we get back to his rookie year, which right. maybe he could this season, you know, if he right. comes in healthy and ready to play, which right. I mean, he's, he's a smart player. He's, you know, super athletic, a lot of natural ability, but cool. You know. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I think one thing that everybody can agree on the defense, 
their defense with him or without him is a very good defense. We're going to probably yeah. talk about their defense later on when we're talking about top tier defenses. Yeah. Um, but if he goes to Pittsburgh, I and and can stay healthy and get that coaching in Pittsburgh, that's mm-hmm. uh, it. Just that's what they do. They take average right. defensive <laughs> players and make them superstars. That's what I they mean. Do. And that and so it, it, that would be. Think about it though. Sign me up. He's lining going. up on the other side of TJ Watt. Yeah. That is scary as right, hell. Exactly. TJ Watt is already a handful in himself. That yeah. would be scary as hell having to go up against Chase Young and TJ Watt. I totally so. agree. There's a uh, there's a video. I don't know if you guys seen it. It's been going around. Uh, it's a uh, it's an old one. It's from the uh, combine combine. I think with uh, when Chase Young was there as a as a you know before he came out of college, uh, and he's having a conversation with Pittsburgh's coach, and he's he's like, uh, uh, you know. Hopefully you'll draft me or something, coach. Something like that to uh, Tomlin. Tomlin was like, uh, "We're drafting like twenty eighth. We're not drafting in the top five. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, it, <laughs> so it it would be ironic for them to pick him up eventually. Yeah, it'd be Tomlin's definitely sold on him. I think and Tomlin yeah. can do, he can do a lot with Chase Young. Uh, yeah. Even though Rivera's a defensive minded coach as well, I still I take Mike Tomlin over the, over that. Exactly. I would too. And, and if that did happen, I'm going to say Pittsburgh is going to be really creeping back up into the contender spot again. Yeah, I, to, I they, totally agree. If, a a really down good. year for them is a nine win year. So right. That's and a they down got a lot year. better. So if they get Chase Young and get that defense yeah. back on track, they're going back into double digit wins. So, yeah. All right. Cool. Well, let's transition and get. Hey, hey real quick. One more thing. Yep. One more thing. Uh, we didn't, it wasn't on the list here, but. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Um, hey, are the commanders going to change their name again? Is, um, is I do not believe so. I believe um, I heard they could not get a copyright. Happened. Somebody, yeah, somebody, like, somebody bought it. They bought the, bought the, the copyright to the name, and so they're probably going to have to pay some money to. Um, and that's why the dude did it. You know, he bought it. And sure, like, no, I would sell it to you though. You know what I'm saying? So he's yeah. pretty smart. When when they were trying to come up with the name, he just bought a bunch of do- yeah. you know the domain names and the rights to those names. So, I mean, yeah. would you do that, Dad, or would you go with something more badass like Red Wolves or Red Hogs? You know, you, you, you already, you already like got you your team. Your name again. You just went through that whole drama. But, but listen, Dad, listen, Dad, okay? This, this is my thing, okay? Your fucking mascot is a pig, right? He, he's a pig wearing a troop a, a troop uniform or whatever, right? General Hog or something? Uh, What's his yeah, name? Something like that. I forget. <laughs> The general. Why the hell would you not name your team Red Hogs after your mascot? And I, I don't know. I gotta send you all the the pictures of it after this. I mean, people I mean, the, the mascot those. is kind of the best representation of Washington anyway. A bunch of fucking pigs that live up in the <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So they should be. Uh, they should wear dresses. <laughs> they should have them wear dresses like the. Uh, Remember the old uh, fan club there, the Hogs, and they they used to have right. a bunch of fat dudes dress up and wear dresses yeah. and stuff and go to the right, game. They have a pig nose, pig yep. nose, <laughs> so awesome. The Hogettes, the or something like they called them. Man. Oh my god, Hogettes, yeah, Hogettes, so cool. <laughs> the hula dresses on. So <laughs> what in the world? That went way That'd off. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great. Bring it back is what we're saying. Yeah, bring it back. <laughs> all right. All right. That's enough. Let's uh let's transition into um in this next segment. We are gonna answer questions like um how does this year's rookie class affect my fantasy football draft? So things like that. Take a look at it um position by position. Sound good? You all yep. wanna do that? Yeah.
All right. So what we'll, we'll go through that before you start. I just wanted to address real quick. Uh, for anyone asking us, well, why the hell are you doing it this early out? The regular season doesn't start till August. In case you haven't realized, people, people are already doing fantasy football drafts. So we are actually behind ourselves. Yeah, so and we're only doing the rookie class it. right now. We're going to yeah. do the re- everybody else a little bit closer to when we yeah. draft in our fantasy. You know, are we, are we doing are we doing two or three episodes of this? Um, definitely two. I am I'm working on the second episode now and see just kind of have to see how it goes position by position. We All might right. have to break that up into two segments. So, sound good? Yep. Yep. All right, cool. So what we'll do is we'll take the rookie class. So basically, guys, what we're doing tonight is we are trying to figure out how this rookie class affects your fantasy draft. Um, Is there anybody in this rookie class worth taking in the draft, worth taking in the first couple of rounds? There's a, a little bit of argument. They're saying one of these players is worth taking for the first pick overall. So I figured, yeah, yeah, I've heard that argument, and it was actually a pretty good argument. So I was like, okay, well, let's take a look at this then, and then um, as you know, as we as we get into it, so we'll start with the quarterbacks. That's what we'll do. Um, these guys right here is who I'm talking about. So we'll go through Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, um, and then Will Levis, of course. But what we what we want to do is we want to answer questions. And basically what I want to know is any of these guys worth taking in the first round of your fantasy draft. And if not, what round do you, would you take them in the second, third round later on? Or do you think, no, nobody's going to pick them. They're not going to be worth it. Just wait, pick them up as a free agent in case your quarterback gets hurt. Um, And we'll do that each position. Does that sound good? Yeah. All right, cool. Um, I'll go ahead and kick us off so we'll kind of get a feel of where we're at. As far as quarterbacks are concerned, I think Anthony Richardson is the only quarterback in this draft class that you should even think about drafting. Um, Because of his dual threat ability and his head coach, Nick Sirianni, (laughs) and what he did last year with a dual threat quarterback, what he did two years ago with a a dual threat quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Where – um, Philadelphia made the playoffs and got bounced first round of the playoffs, but they led the league in rushing and their quarterback got tons of fantasy points. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, Anthony Richardson is definitely somebody I wouldn't take him. I would probably take him at, you know, as a backup quarterback or as a quarterback stash him. And then if he really pops, if JT Jonathan Taylor gets back on track, if that expensive offensive line can actually block this year, which um, I mean, that's a good offensive line. They just played really shitty last year. They should get their shit back together. And if they do, I think this quarterback is going to get a lot of yardage and a lot of yardage equals a lot of points as far as fantasy is concerned. What do you guys think? Um, Rich, you want to go? No, you go, Brandon. Okay. Um, I I was gonna say uh, I I could see two two out of these going. Um, I I got Anthony. Uh, first of all, I, I'm 100 with you, Dad. I got Anthony Richard top of my list. Um, because uh, like you said, because of that dual threat and because of his coach mainly because we know what he did with Jalen Hurst last year. Um, so yeah, I, I got Anthony Richardson there. I feel like he's in the best situation 
So and do you then, think he's worth be it? Would you take him as your starting quarterback in your fantasy no, team? He would, no, you, probably not my starting quarterback. I'd probably stash him as my backup like you would. But yeah. if you are thinking about taking him, um, uh, again, Dad, remember, we got to be doing this for everybody else, not just ourselves. So, yeah, if you're thinking about taking him, I would say don't start looking towards Anthony Richardson until about the fourth or fifth round, maybe a little bit beyond that as well. And, and if you're a part so, of a league that, that you can start multiple quarterbacks also, I would think yeah. about it. I would yeah. think about it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because there are all those kind of leagues. We don't have that kind of league, but there yeah. are those kind of leagues. So. And then, uh, and then uh, I could uh, also make a case for C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, whichever one you want to take. Um, you know, I, I feel like CJ Stroud, it, yeah, he's in Houston, but I feel like he, he was pretty good in, uh, Ohio state last season. So I, I feel like plus coming in with, uh, D'Amico Ryans or whatever his name is in there now, I said, coach, I feel like that culture is going to be changing over there in Houston. So I feel like CJ Stroud could, uh, be a good option. Now, whichever one you lean towards CJ Stroud or Bryce Young, I'd even push further back than I would uh, uh, Anthony Richardson. I'd say don't start looking towards them until probably around the seventh or eighth round or later on. Right, or pick them up as free agents because they don't get drafted. Um, But as far as the other dude that you had up there, Dad, uh, in Levis, I wouldn't even draft Levis. And I'm not sure if I'm picking him up uh, out of free agency either. That I don't know if you guys have seen videos, but the man has been struggling all the last two and a half weeks now. He can't hit any targets. He, he's not having a great camp with the Tennessee Titans. So that that's my my way I would go there. Cool. All right, Rich, what do you think about this quarterback class? Yeah, we're all on the same page here. That, that, that was kind of my answer that I was going to use about uh, Richardson. He's the only really quarterback that if you draft in fantasy – rookie quarterback that you, if you draft that you could use him besides an emergency quarterback. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I do think he's going to be used quite a bit like Jalen hurts because of, uh, the, uh, the head coach over at the Colts, um, being hurts offense coordinator last year. So yeah, I see a lot of replicating that sort of hybrid, you know, I can see him having two touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns there, you know, in any game. So, Right. Uh, he's probably going to average about 20 points for a quarterback shot. So if you want to get him in the yeah. seventh round, sixth round, fifth round, because he won't be the top quarterback off the board, but if you're looking for a quarterback nice to have on your bench. So if he does pop, if that yeah. running game get, if JT gets back on track, if that offensive line gets back on track and you're like, fuck, this dude's scoring 25 right. points a week. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It'd be nice to, yeah. to have him. Right. There. He, he may not, I don't think he might be, be the best quarterback coming out of this draft. That's to be seen, I guess. But for a fantasy uh, uh, pick as a rookie, I would go with uh, go with him as well. Yeah, totally agree. All right, sounds good. Next up, the running back crew. These guys right here. We have um, B B John Robinson, um, Jamar Gibbs, and I. I honestly believe that outside of those two guys, um. I don't see drafting anybody. Um, Brandon, you might have a little bit more information um, or a different opinion on that. Um, A little bit deeper class. I didn't like this running back class. Um, But B. John Robinson, 
the Falcons running back room is stacked. That's what people yeah. need to understand. They got Tyler Algier, who had over a thousand yards and three touchdowns last season. They got Cordell Patterson, who had another 695 yards and eight touchdowns last season. Um, but the thing to think about is the Falcons running back room is a different story. It sucks. They don't have a thousand yard receiver. And the way I believe that they're going to use, I would definitely um, draft Robinson in the first round. If, if um, in this year's fantasy draft, um, probably not first overall, but I would definitely draft him in the first round. And with the hopes that he is lined up everywhere on the field long, they're going to line him up in the slot. He's going to be carrying out of the backfield. He's going to, he's going to be touching the ball a lot. It reminds you, I'm hoping he reminds you of like when Debo first popped and just Debo always had the ball in his hand. You know what I'm saying? I mean, whether he was small little bubble, bubble screens or, you know, coming out of the backfield, running, running the ball, catching the ball, whatever. And I, I think the Falcons are going to get, it in the hands of uh of Bijan as many times as they can per game and we know for fantasy that's awesome you know what i'm saying yeah. so i mean draft them stick them in flex you know stick them in the flex position or wh- whatever um or he could be he possibly could be one of your best running backs so um that's what i would do i say he this is uh, a rookie that is worth either um, sometime in your first round you don't have to take him first overall i don't believe he's going to be worth first overall yeah. But I've heard the argument, and if that's what you want to do, then, you know, I, I could see it. It's going to be a lot of points. But he's going into a very stacked running back room. These guys, yeah. Tyler Algier and um, and Cordell Patterson, are pretty badass. You know what I'm saying? So, Right, but I think he's going to definitely be the feature, Robinson is. So, um, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting after the, all the – everybody gets their draft teams put together to see kind of uh, where the uh, that player averaged – for the like the entire league, you know, where how high pe- people pick Robinson. I bet he goes pretty high. I bet he's a uh, uh, he'll be a top 10 pick, I think, if yeah. not the first running back, maybe by the third. Yeah, yeah, I think people because because the potential, like you said, he's going to get utilized everywhere. And, um, you know, Atlanta, they don't have a, they're going to have to score points to win games because right. the, they, they don't have any wide receivers. Like, yeah, if he plays slot, he's there. their best wide receiver. Got Kyle Pitts over there. So, yeah, yeah, Kyle Pitts there, but who's their quarterback? And uh, right, yeah, I mean, but Kyle Pitts is, yeah, I guess you're right because he's not really a tight end; he's a big body wide receiver. Right, but but yeah, uh, Robinson's going to be the workhorse for that team. I think it's going to be Barry Sanders and the Detroit Lions. (laughs) Right, you know, I totally agree. I totally agree. But we have to remember they have a thousand yard rusher from last year. Yeah, plus Cordell Patterson, who is a, a a backup running back and a receiver. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah, but um, he's a top ten drafted running back. They're going to have to. He gets all the he gets all the touches. Right, right. Then you invested that much of your draft capital. So cool. All right, Brandon, what do you think about Bijan Robinson? Uh, yeah, B, uh, I'm one hundred percent behind Rich. Um, I I think Bijan Robinson should not be falling down your draft boards. Well, I don't know if Rich uh was agreeing with us or not but he said that uh he's predicting somewhere in the top 10 that's exactly where i'm going with this i think he should not be slipping past number 10 and most everybody's draft boards 
the man is too good. And, you know, what? like you said, Dad, he's a dual threat. No matter where you line him up, he can be wide receiver. He can be a uh, runner out the backfield and catch it for you. He can be the, uh, you know, one that you just hand the ball off to. And, and I don't know if you guys watch tape on him or not, but he trots the hell out of people. So yeah. he's like a Derrick Henry type wide receiver dude so it's kind of weird um but yeah so b john robertson is going to be good um are we are we on the topic of running bats dad or was we just talking about Bijan there um just Bijan right there now we're gonna switch and go to jamar gibbs who i believe is the second best um and there's a lot of arguments yeah. and i would like your guys opinion on who do you think's better out of these two who would you rather have on your fantasy team um jamar gibbs the Jamar Gibbs, okay, here's a here's a breakdown on the Lions. The Lions running back room has Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams had a thousand sixty-six yards and seventeen fucking touchdowns last They don't got Jamal no. Williams anymore. They don't. He's with the New Orleans Saints now. He went to the he that okay, so this that's what they've lost, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then they got they they who did they bring in? They brought in the dude from Chicago, right? Uh, d- did uh, they bring the Eagles qu- running back in? Uh, what's his name? Sanders? No, Miles Sanders. No, no, he didn't go um, to Detroit. Where did he go? Shit, hang on. Okay, Miles so Sanders and then went to the Panthers. Oh, okay, okay. You look that up real quick because I'm almost positive mm-hmm. that they got what's his the dude from Chicago, which I don't know anything about him. I do know that they drafted Gibbs and then traded. Um, DeAndre Swift, DeAndre Swift. Okay. to the Eagles, yeah, right to the Eagles, and DeAndre Swift had 542 yeah, yards. Yeah, they brought in David Montgomery, but Montgomery he, but from he Chicago. Always, he doesn't. Yeah. That's Montgomery's problem. He's an okay running back, but he cannot stay healthy. Right. Okay. So we have Montgomery, um, who was hurt, and he basically Jamal Jamal Williams out the door. He was a dominant. He last year he had over a thousand yards and 17 touchdowns. So he was, it was obviously his room last year, especially with Swift getting hurt. And so we're, I'm, so basically what I'm asking, what I'm thinking is okay. So I want to look at Jamal Williams' yardage and touches. Can Jamal Gibbs get that? If he's a thousand yard rusher with 17 touchdowns, you better fucking draft him. You know what I'm saying? And he doesn't really have a threat there with uh, Montgomery coming from Chicago and Swift no. out the door. You know what I'm saying? So so I think good I think Gibbs, I would be like Bijan Robinson. I'd be willing to draft him probably later in the, a little bit later in the first round, maybe not the top 10, but definitely the top 25. You know what I'm saying? Um just to see if he pops and could could get it do as good as Jamal Williams did last year and get that 1000 yards, 17 touchdowns. And I, I think worse comes to worse, he will be a great um number 2 wide receiver, you know, that second or yeah. that running back, that second running back that you have to start. Um, I think he could give you that balance, especially if you have, you know, um, a little bit higher. Now, I what I would not do is get Robinson and Gibbs and take a gamble on both my both my slots. Yeah. <laughs> both rookies. So if I, yeah. you know, if I'm drafting this rookie, then well, I'm going to draft somebody more, you know, somebody more yeah. steady and yeah. who well, can, um, who, where I know I could get some points. So what do you guys think about Gibbs? Um, do you think he could be that thousand yard rusher and that 17 touchdown? I I just wanted to say real quick, sorry, uh, Rich, to interrupt okay. I just wanted to say real quick, um, if I had uh, put money down, and I know this kind of kind of shock you and Rich, Dad, 
But if I had to put money down to make an argument on which one I'm thinking number one overall, I'm thinking Gibbs over Bijan Robertson only for the fact of what you just said, Dad. Bijan Robertson has already two competitive people in the backfield with him. He uh, he has uh, Ajalari and he has uh, Cordell Patterson. Who the hell does Gibbs have to compete with? He doesn't have anyone. He has David Montgomery who can't stay healthy. So you're guaranteed to get full amount of rushes there as to where you're not sure if B. John Robertson is going to be that full get-to-go type person yet. So if I had to pick one to take number one overall, I'm taking Gibbs. So. Okay. So you, you would rather have Gibbs than Robinson? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with that. I would say because I think Robinson is going to be the feature back and the feature offensive player for Atlanta this coming season, if not – for the next two or three seasons um, where I feel like Gibbs is going to be more of a system running back depends on uh, uh, game to game. Probably. I think, uh, I think, I think Detroit's going to have kind of a high powered offense and they, they drafted Gibbs way higher than anybody had him projected. You know what I mean? So they, yeah. they loved him. You know, they loved Gibbs to get him spend a, I think they spent a 15, 16 round pick on that. Uh, in the, somewhere in the teens. Uh, that's a lot of capital for a running back if you're not going to feature him. But because they Detroit does have other other weapons, I think they're going to be more of a idea. I think Detroit's going to be a high offense, a high scoring offense next year. I don't see right. how they're not going to be probably a top. Right. And, and I mean, they, that's kind of putting up points is what they were known at known for this last year. Their yeah. defense couldn't stop anybody from the other team putting up just as many points. And they featured Williams. That was my whole point. And he got 1,066 yards with 17 touchdowns. Right. So if you know that Gibbs is getting that, are you drafting him? You know what I'm saying? You know he's going to be a 1,000-yard rusher with 17 uh, touchdowns? He's got That's it. a feature yeah. back. That's the numbers of a feature back. So Yeah, yeah. But it's going to be – I think it's just going to be more – like there's other stars on that offense, you know what I mean? So it's not going to be not going to be just uh, one playmaker like Atlanta's going to have, I think, okay. or pri- a primary playmaker. Featured back like that. So, okay. well, before we switch topics real, real quick, guys, um, I had two dark horses for two for other people. If if you guys are still, you know, in in depth, already had your drafts over with, and you're like, oh shit, my running back got hurt. What do I do now? Well, here's two dark horses who you could take. I got Kendrell Miller up there, running back for the New Orleans Saints, and I only put him on this list. Because Mark Ingram, in case, you, in case you guys haven't heard, announced his retirement 14 hours ago. So, I mean, there is still Jamal Williams there but and Alvin Kamara. But, you know, Kendra Miller is probably going to be thrown in that rotation a little bit. Um, and then another dude is uh, Zach Char. Cabernet. Yeah, Cabernet. Um, out of Seattle. Um, I, I took a look at the Seattle running back room, Dad. Uh, it looks like Cabernet is going to be the backup running back to um, to Kenneth Walker. So, you know, it, 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 right. But Kenneth so, Walker is going to get by far yeah. the majority of the touches. Well, yeah, but he's eventually going to have to come off the field for at least a, a third down. A, Kenneth a, Walker like should have got rookie of the year last year, so. in my opinion. But that's just that's just me. Um, the point is, he's going to have to take a break there. And, and yeah, and yeah. So then you got one there. Yeah. So. I, I yeah. totally agree. Throw another one, you know, 
Uh, I mean, the, the uh, only other one I got out of here that I put down at five is uh, Taijan something uh, dude drafted out of uh, uh, to the Tennessee Titans. And the only reason I put him down there is it's because uh, we know how the Tennessee Titans are. They're 90% running. You can't run King Henry like that this time. So they're eventually going to have to hand the ball off to him a lot. So I'm saying he could get you some points there too. So cool. Sounds good. Um, but you know, if you want to draft a running back, the, the only two Dalvin Cook, draft, Miami Dolphins. There you go. Hmm. The hey. only two hey. we're drafting <laughs> rookie wise is Bijan and Jamar Gibbs. Totally agree. Let's start with these. Let's move on to these badasses. Jackson Smith Najigba. Quentin Johnson, Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison. Um, take a look at these guys and get your opinions on them. Um, I mean, we can okay, before down the we board. start real quick, Dad. Before we start, I just want to throw out right now. I'm gonna go ahead and get the shocker out of the way. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's gonna be a shock to you all or not, but uh, I wrote down in my notes: uh, no rookie wide receiver is worth taking. And the first round, uh, first or second round, I I feel like you first gotta go third. I gotta I I think you gotta go third or later before you even start looking at the rookie wide receivers, only because of the death you have in fantasy football already at wide receiver positions. So <laughs> you already have Justin Jefferson and people like that that you know you're obviously gonna take higher up. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Yeah. yeah, I totally, I totally agree. Um, JSN, I think there's too much depth on that squad with Mad uh, Metcalf and Lockett. I don't think he's going to get a lot of looks. Um, Quentin Johnson, who went to the Chargers, he's got they got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, but Keenan Allen is 31 years old, and yeah. Mike Williams is always getting hurt. You know what I'm saying? So he well, might and, be and, a starting position there. Yeah, and, um, and that's Johnson the thing that I wrote down. Starting position. Yeah, so, and that and, and that's the thing that I wrote down about Quentin Johnston, Ned. Uh, since we're talking about him, I wanted to mention that's the thing I wrote down about him on my notes. Uh, if there is any wide receiver, rookie wide receiver wise, that I feel most comfortable about taking, it is Quentin Johnston, just because of Keenan Allen getting older in age. And Mike Williams yeah, can't stay healthy, like drafted two but it's kind of weird because Mike Williams and Quentin Johnston are like twins. They play exactly the same. They're both long, stocky, can't really break free, but can get the 50-50 balls. Right. Um, probably, I totally agree, Rich. We'll get your opinion on that here in a minute. If you have one, probably, okay, the Ravens. They went from having no fucking running uh, wide receivers. They got a new offensive line or a new offensive coordinator, and now a bunch of wide receivers. <laughs> yeah, right. I, but Flowers I think I think Zay Flowers is a weapon. He's he was my favorite yeah. wide receiver in this class. Yeah, and he's going to be used all over the field. Yeah, he is a guy. Zay Flowers is a guy that I would draft. I would draft I would in the first couple of rounds, plan on using him maybe in my flex position because I could see he could play outside. He could play slot. He could yeah. he could 
take the ball in a reverse and take it. I mean, the dude's fast as fuck. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And yeah. they're going to get their ball in the hands of their playmaker. And not only that, he has OBJ opposite of him. OBJ is going to demand attention. And I think Zay Flowers is good enough as a rookie to dominate some one-on-ones. And he's yeah. going to get a lot of one-on-one looks, at least for the first part of the season, until he starts, you know, frying everybody's ass. And with their new OC, they're going to look to throw the ball. I understand you, you don't like you want to draft a Baltimore wide receiver. What? Well, they got a new offensive coordinator, so you have yeah. to take a look at it different now. They're going to throw the ball a whole lot more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Than running. Yeah. And um, I would say Zay Flowers is probably the one guy. Now Jordan Addison um is is very interesting because Addison. He he could be in the best spot of all the rookies in this class, and because he I was, don't like Addison. he was drafted to replace Adam Thielen. Thielen, yeah, okay, and Adam Adam Thielen out, Jordan Addison in, opposite of the best wide receiver in the league, and that well, Adam exactly Thielen had seven seven hundred and sixteen yards and six touchdowns last what, year. What you so just if, said, if what you Addison just said, right there, that, he's worth a number two. You know what? He's well, worth what, a number two or a rotational wide receiver if he can get seven hundred plus yards and sixteen touchdowns. What so. you said, what you just said right there, is why I don't like Addison because it's why? the same reason why I didn't like Adam Thielen. They're playing opposite side of the best wide receiver in the league. And right. Justin Jefferson, it doesn't matter if you have four guys on that man. He is like a Patrick Mahomes at wide receiver. He's he's coming down with that damn ball. It yeah. doesn't matter. So. You know, and Kirk Cousins knows that. So it's like Kirk Cousins just standing back there in the pocket and he, he's just thinking to himself, ah, Justin Jefferson's out there somewhere. So let me just throw this ball up. He's coming down with it anyways. So, you know, it, I mean, it's but, like right. But you, other you, side I'm saying Addison here. is good for the same reason why Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers is good is because he's opposite of OBJ. Right. Yeah. Addison's yeah. good because he's opposite of Justin. He's, they're opposite of true number one wide receivers that are going to demand attention from the. Yeah. Defense. But but see, but see, the thing is, that is, is, is OBJ can't come down with the ball fully. He <laughs> he, he can't Wait, break you out. Knocking on your favorite. No, 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 no. Listen, 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 uh, listen. I think he come down with the ball one handed one time. I was, yeah. I was, I was no, down no, you're not. You're not <laughs> listening to me. What I'm saying is if he has like four people around and he's not coming down with that damn ball like Jefferson can do. He, okay. you know, and, and and that's what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is, is yeah, Zay Flowers is going to get favor, you know, get the ball. Because, you know, sometimes Lamar Jones is going to be like, oh, shit, you know, OBJ is too covered. Let me pass it to my other guy. As to where, you know, Justin Jefferson can do it all. He can make those catches and everything. So is Kirk Cousins really going to look Addison's way or is he just going to be like, screw it. I don't care how many people is around my guy. He can just come up with the ball no matter what. I'm passing it to him 100% of the time. So I think the whole point is I ain't drafting none of these guys. The only one I would draft in the first couple of rounds is Zay Flowers, everybody else later on. What do you yeah, think, Rich? I, yeah, I'm in 100% agreement on that. Uh, rookie wide receivers in fantasy football is a pretty risky uh, uh, choice to pick, you know, because uh, yeah. we just don't – rookies or wide receivers just take so long to develop in the NFL uh, unless they're amazing superstars, Justin Jefferson or Jason, Jamar Chase, somebody like that. And there doesn't seem to be anyone in this class on that level. Okay. So, yeah. But uh, Zay Flyer is going to be a nice player. He's going to he might get six touchdowns this year, but you know I'm not drafting. He's not he's not going to be like at best my third 
my flex receiver when I don't have anybody else. Totally. So, totally. Well, I do think Bobby was going to put up the points, though. I mean, so, yeah. I would draft Save Flowers and Quentin Johnston, but those are the only two I'm taking. Yeah, and they would be late. The they would be late. I mean, I'd be yeah. like, if really I draft late and hope they pop. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If I drafted Zay Flowers in the sixth or seventh round, and he turns out to be, uh, you know, a 16 point fantasy guy a week, I'm going to be right. thrilled. I'm going to be right. super thrilled. I mean, but I don't know. That's asking a lot. Saying all of this because Quentin Johnston, when we were rolling around in April, we all really didn't give a hell about Quentin Johnston. We were all about JSN or Safe Flowers, but I feel like JSN fell into one of the worst positions he could have fell into. The best for his career and the worst for his fantasy rank. Exactly. That's what I was (laughs) thinking too. But the best for his career, he gets to learn from fucking worst for the fantasy. (laughs) Yeah, which is awesome. So So, yeah, um, yeah. No, I totally agree with you, Brandon. And um, and I, I mean, I'm not big on Quentin Johnston only because I think their quarter that quarterback in. Um, for the LA Chargers is extremely overrated. So that's just yeah. my opinion. All right. Well, let's move on to the uh, tight ends. Let's start wrapping this up. Um, here's your tight end class. And um, this is going to sound pretty crazy, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. I believe the best um, wide receiver in this class was not a wide receiver. <laughs> and somebody I would draft really high and and think about drafting really high is Dalton Kincaid. He ended up going to the Bills. Kincaid is the um, he's in the best spot out of all the tight ends in this class. He that will not really play as a tight end. Dalton Kincaid with Dawson Knox there. Listen, Dawson Knox is a tight end. He will play a tight end. Dalton Kincaid is not a tight end. He will not play tight end for the Bills. He is a big body wide receiver that's going to line up opposite of Stephon Diggs. Stefan Diggs is going to demand a lot of attention and Dalton Kincaid is going to be open a lot in his big body blockouts on these one-on-one opportunities, creating stupid matchups where people try to take linebackers and cover them in the middle of the field. Can't do it. And this tall ass 6'4", 280 pound big motherfucker is going to trample people. And that's what's going to happen. It's um, only because he's a tight end that is played as a wide receiver. You remember when we have those tight ends that, that really um, that play as a, a different position. Um, the Saints, they had the tight end that played at the quarterback, put up tons of points in the fantasy. Everybody right, was right. scrambling to try to get them. That's what this is going to be. It's going to be a mixed match. You're going to have a wide receiver playing as a tight end and putting up wide receiver numbers on your tight end board. Dalton Kincaid needs to be drafted pretty high as a tight end. Do you guys agree? Um, I think I do think Buffalo's going to use him a lot. They uh they they need some they needed to improve their firepower a little bit, right? Uh, uh, in the off season, I think they did. Um, um, so yeah, uh, but tight ends are like like receivers. They take a while to develop in the NFL. You know, right. you don't see a lot of superstar rookie tight ends. Right, but so. they're not going to. They have Dawson Knox. They're not going to ask him to play tight end position. They're not going to ask him to block. Right. They're not going to ask him. Right. To, they're gonna, he's going to be this. their. Yeah, he's going to be. He's going to uh, be their big body wide receiver. He's yeah. going to be their slot receiver. You know that they. He but he can play outside. He can play slot. He did it in college. He can play any any wide receiver line. The dude runs wide receiver routes. He's he's really good pass catching tight end. He's not good. You know, he's not so good. But they're not going to. They got Dawson. Yeah, they're not going to block him at all. all He's going to be he's going to be their offense. Yeah, I think the Bills needed to take a wide receiver in this year's draft 
And I believe they did. And I believe they took the best wide receiver in the draft. Just so happened to be a tight end, not a wide receiver. (laughs) So, um, well, you can have your uh, Dawson knots to yourself. I'm not touching him, in my opinion, because I don't know what where he's going to be playing at. I mean, now, uh, given if he somehow goes undrafted in our draft, which I don't think he is, because the way you're talking about him, Dad. But uh, but the point is, if he does somehow. And he does start doing what you're talking about, lining out as a wide receiver and everything. I might think about grabbing him then, but until I see that for myself, I'm not going to grab him because, you know, if he's playing tight end, I don't know how that's going to work out with him and Dalton Dalton Knotts there. So I'm not touching him, but two uh, tight ends I am going to be touching is, uh, excuse me, that that's, that sounds so wrong. Uh, I, I'm in drafting, drafting. all right? I'm in drafting, drafting guys, okay? You're touching, dudes. You're going to get your ass whipped. <laughs> so. I, I, Sam Laporta what? is one of them for what? the uh, – Going to a team that Detroit doesn't even use Lions. tight ends as pass catchers. For the they traded the best, the one of the best t- tight ends last year, midseason. Exactly. <laughs> and now they realized how much of a mistake they made. And now they went out and got them a new tight end. So, okay. uh, so Sam Laporta there, but the one that I'm really thinking about drafting is a man that, uh, me, you and Rich was high on in April, dad, Michael Mayer to the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I really he, like he's, this he's replacing Darren Waller's role. Yeah. Um, and Darren Waller healthy used to put up a lot of points. Yeah. So if they use, if, if Michael Mayer can, develop quickly and take that starting role and take that Darren Waller role straight from the get-go um, running in that new England system. I think they could do it. I think he's going to put up a bunch of points. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm only scared de- about can he win that starting role? I don't know what other tight ends they have there because that Darren, Darren Waller does block. He's not just a pass catcher. He was, he was a blocker. You know, they ran yeah. him. Um, and unless they use the, unless they're going to use that Josh McDaniels two tight end set and run somebody up there as a blocker and have Michael Mayer, um, doing strictly pass catching, then yeah, I think that might be, that might be. Yeah. I would stay away from my, uh, mayor to me, seems like somebody's going to take two or three years in the NFL to, to, and then he could be, he could be up to the level of guy he's replacing. (laughs) Right. He's not going to do it as a rookie. I'd find that I wouldn't bet on it. Okay. So, so I would have he'd be my emergency tight end of, in fantasy, but that would be the. And then, uh, be a, how your opinion on the Sam Laporta Musgrave? Uh, Rich. Yeah. Again, a tight end is such a hard, hard uh, position to translate as a rookie in the, in the NFL. You just don't see very many. I mean, even George Kittle took a couple years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's just it's just a hard. And it's he's a still a better player. blocker than he is a pass catcher. Right. <laughs> which is Kittle. fine. You know, you can you can utilize. I wish they know. got points for blocks. If it, like when they yeah. lay a nice ass block, they get a half a point or some shit. Right. Well, George Kittle so lays out a bunch of nice blocks, so he'd be uh, racking. <laughs> you would he'd, he'd he'd rack be number up, one, right? Exactly. Yeah, he'd rack up some points in fantasy so. if that if that was a grading system. Right. Um, yeah, so I, I I would be leery of any of the tight ends, I, except for the Buffalo's yeah, tight end, because okay. like you said, he's going to be really a receiver, and that's kind of where I I think Buffalo will use him, and and uh, Josh Allen will throw the ball to him, no no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, but 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 I feel like but I feel like uh, okay, and, and and that's why I put Sam Sam Laporta out there and stuff. I I can see what you're saying, Rich, but. Uh, what is the number one most 
least amount of talent in and fantasy wise, it is tight ends. And, yeah, there's not enough of them to know, go around. Definitely, no. There's we only need about a couple of these rookies to pop. Them. We really yeah. do. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> there's only what Mark Andrews. Yeah, there's Darren only there's Waller, only like five dominant ones um, that actually put up good. Yeah, there, there's only about four or five of them that that you would actually consider taking within like the first three rounds, and then after that, there's all the tight ends gone. And then, you know, uh, people that don't go tight end before then is going to start looking. And that's why I was kind of naming off Sam Laporta and Michael Mayer and all that. Yeah, I mean, if in Michael Mayer can pick up, yeah. And, and I think you're, I think you're right if they can do it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, that's yeah. so they would be. Late. I mean, I wouldn't be spinning a high top pick on those right. people. The only but, one you know, I would if you're think about spending round. kind of high to a normal, like yeah. with, with your top tier is yeah. the Dalton Kincaid, and, and like Brandon said, that's a gamble. That's a gamble that they're actually going to use him like that because he, you know, I mean, he did all this shit in college. He was a pass-catching tight end in college. Don't mean he could do it in the pros. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, he's a big motherfucker. He runs people over. But this is the NFL. This ain't college no more. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, right. I mean, it, it's very true. Very true. Right. All well, right. I'm, I'm going to add one more tight end there, and that's uh, yeah. Luke Schoenmacher for the Cowboys. They drafted him in the second round. And uh, they do use their tight they ends. They use tight ends, and he's going time. to be—he so. will probably take Dalton Schultz's place. Right. Yeah. So, he be like did. his safety net. His yeah, uh, Dak yeah, safety he, net. Dak likes his tight ends. He likes that safety valve. Uh, he will utilize them. And uh, Schumacher, like, uh, if he's healthy, uh, he could get six, seven touchdowns this year. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, if he can stay healthy, and if he. If he transitions well enough for them to put him on the field, you yeah, know. which I think he will. He's twenty five, so he's already an older rookie. Okay. Uh, he's coming, you know. He's played in Jim Harbaugh's system, so I feel like right. he's he's uh, gonna be okay. And uh, you know, it, it'll be interesting. Uh, Mike McCarthy calling plays this year, how that's gonna work out too. It's gonna be kind of new, right? Cool, sounds good. All right, um, the last two positions we have in any. Um, in your uh, fantasy league, of course, is defense, special teams, um, defense slash special teams, and then kicker. Um, with As far as the defense is concerned, what I wanted to do was just real quick, take a look at the 2022 top 10 defenses. And this is in my research. I, was, I took a look at the 10 teams, and then what I realized was over half of them, six of those teams um, drafted defensive players in the first round. So they have a top-tier defense, and they still win defense in the first round. And so what? how how do you think these rookie defensive players, do you think they're going to help, or how will they impact these top-tier defenses? So just to give you an example, we have the Eagles. Eagles were a top-10 defense last year, and in the first round, they took Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. So for me, how I think those two affect that defense is that's depth. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's going to be depth for them. Those are developmental players because they're, but those are positions of need of their oldest players on that defense. So these guys are going to be worked into the rotation and eventually take over. Um, and then they're not going to lose a beat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that that's my opinion with that. You got to give your opinion. Brandon, your uh, Patriots got Christian Gonzalez um, in the cornerback position. How do you think he's going to impact that top tier defense that Bill Belichick puts up every year? Yeah, um, I, I don't know if you all have seen or not, but uh, Christian Gonzalez yesterday went high up to get a one-handed snag interception in practice yesterday. Man, Christian Gonzalez. Is that Mac Jones throwing like, that ball? 
I I I don't know. Damn, oh, why are you going to bring on Matt Jones like that? That's <laughs> some disrespectful shit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, anyways, uh, you know, Christian Gonzalez, man, he's going to be really exciting to play this year. He's really tall, really stocky. Um, and, you know, if his uh, game from college translates over to the National Football League, wow, we got a dude that doesn't only play one side of the field. He can cover all sides of the field. Um, like I was telling you guys leading into Did, the draft. Does the Patriots goal. need him to start uh, or is that depth for them? I think that I feel like they need him to start. Didn't they lose a cornerback yeah. in free agency and stuff? Yeah, but Christian Gonzalez is going to come in and be our true cornerback. Okay, so you think this anyways, rookie is going to actually play an impact in that? Top yeah, he's going to, he's going to be our, our number one. Uh, he, he's going to be our dude that versus Stefan Diggs twice a year, Tyreek Hill twice a, a year. As a rookie, he's gonna be. Is he gonna get our, rookie of the year? Is he gonna be gonna like be, Sauce Gardner? He's or gonna be our Sauce Gardner, baby. Okay. All right, I'm calling right. it right now. All right, uh, Rich, the Cowboys they drafted Mozzie Smith in the first round, defensive tackle. Do you think he'll start, be a rotational player, or what? How do you feel about using him on your defensive line? Yeah, uh, Dallas, you know, their uh, defense was really good last year. I think probably with top five or top six, maybe somewhere in that area. Um, and really, they were top two or three the first, the first half of the season, but injuries to, uh, brought them down a little bit. But, yeah. It's definitely the weakest spot on that defense, on that it very is. strong defense. Right. Um, From a very good defense, they, they addressed in the first round their weakest spot on our defense. Right. So uh, I'm super excited. We've never really had a, a good nose tackle. Yeah. Uh, you know that Dallas doesn't really put any resources into that position, but they did this year, and and I don't know. Um, I think he could be an impactful player. I expect him to be. I mean, he's not going to be a sack leader, maybe or nothing like that. But man, is he going to make it easy for the rest of the team, right? By you know taking eating up the middle of the field. Yeah, uh, take a couple, couple guys on. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, if he can but, hold up some double teams, he's super yeah. big and strong. Um, yeah, we haven't had a one tech like that since like Russell Maryland back in the nineties. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, if you're drafting uh, defenses, Dallas is going to go the top top two or three de- defenses. I think I would cool. I would pick them. Awesome. Yeah, and we're going to have tons of turnovers as well. Right. Another yeah, th- and that's huge. That's a lot of points for your fantasy defense. Yeah. Um, Jets is another great uh, defense. Um, from last year, and and surprisingly, surprising a lot of people, they went defense first round mm-hmm. of the draft. Um, uh, outside linebacker, my guy, Will McDonald. I told you this dude, he was going in the first round. He went in the first round. The Jets are so good at linebacker. This is a rotational piece. He'll he'll have his own little packages, and he'll come in in rotation and learn from some really good players and and become a, a steady part, you know, eventual starter of that defense, but um, the Jets are so deep, they don't have to start him right away. So I think that's pretty cool, and it's only going to strengthen their defense. You could tell when you look at the Jets, in my opinion, they have a defensive head coach, because, yeah. and he knows what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? And he's he's built something pretty damn good there. Now, we'll see how their offense does, but I really like that. I really like their defense. Yeah, the, um, the potential for the Jets is sky high. Yeah, you know? yeah. If they uh, if all these players you know, live up to their hype, man, that, that could be a scary Follow thing. Follow them, keep on getting hurt. Right, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, the the other playing. other player, um, the Bengals have a really good defense. They they were ranked in the top five at, towards the end of the season last year, and they took defensive end Miles Murphy. Um, Brandon, what do you think about this pick? And do you think is is he he's going to have to come out and start? I think as a defensive end. Um, but what do you what do you think? Do you think he will be a potential starter or just rotational piece for that young, very very good defense they have in Cincinnati? So. Yeah, um, I I don't know honestly. Um, I I feel like Miles Murphy is probably gonna uh, be a starter, but I mean I, he could be a rotational piece. Who knows with that Zach Taylor uh, team? I mean, uh, my God! I mean, uh, honestly, did Cincinnati even need Miles Murphy? Like they already <laughs> well, got I think a that, really good defense, right? And I think I think that's good teams think about the future. I don't yeah. think they need him right now. Right. I think they're going to need him in a couple of years, and that's why they drafted him right now. You know right. what I'm well, saying? You gotta, if you're Cincinnati, you got to realize you're you're going up against Kansas City, Buffalo, right. you know, maybe Pittsburgh, yeah. Baltimore. You got these high offenses, team. You know, high powered offenses. You got to, uh, you know, be able to, you know, get some get some uh, pressure from your defense. Pressure. There. Exactly. Yeah, so. you can't have enough. You can't yeah, have. It's enough almost. It could be like they drafted him, hope that he pops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, right. I, well, yeah. Or are we in agreement? Do you think the Bengals are going to have a good defensive again? I don't think they're going to drop off any. No, I think they're going to drop off. They're going to have a really. They've got a lot of investment yeah. there in their defense. So, right. but you I know, tell you that the East is going to be fun this year. But man, that AFC North with Lamar Jackson back now that that's going to be a fun division to watch this season. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, I, totally hey, agree. I, I, I do see Pittsburgh really – Pittsburgh and Baltimore really having a dogfight there. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. And I'm pretty high on Pittsburgh. I think they had a great draft. They had they – just, they just do so many good things right. They're not down for too long. Right. Uh, like, yeah, when you when a if bad Pickett, season for you is nine wins, that's a <laughs> – Right, and, and if Pickett can, you know, keep developing to be a serviceable quarterback, right. that, you know, they're going to be hard to keep out of the playoffs. Right. Okay, so – my last question about defense is outside of the 49ers, Bills, Bengals, Broncos, Patriots, Eagles, Ravens, Jets, Saints, and Cowboys. Do you see any other team stepping up and being that top tier defense um, that you're going to want to draft um, other than that? Cause those are the top 10 at the end of the season last year. My only addition is in the off season, Miami dolphins have brought in defensive coordinator, Vic Vangio and side Jalen Ramsey. Um, you add that to that existing defense and bring in the new scheme. I think Miami Dolphins have the p- potential of being a top tier, top five defense in the league. And you might want to think about drafting. So other than that, you think any other teams, have they done anything that you're pretty excited about their defense? I got, uh, I, 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 well, first and foremost, I put the Dolphins down there cause I 100% agree with you dad with the, uh Vic Vangio signing and then you bring in already a top tier cornerback and Jalen Ramsey and we got to deal with his smart ass always <laughs> talking his shit mouth um so yeah I, I gotta I think they're gonna be a top five defense this year and then uh and guys when we say this year we're not only talking about in the league we are still talking about in fantasy wise as well yeah um, yeah it's a team you might want to think about drafting in your fantasy. yeah and uh, I also got the Commanders being there at top five. And uh, I kind of like that, sure, Brandon. I'm not like sure that. about top five in the league this year, but I think they do get there in fantasy-wise. 
Um, and, and I think the major reason why they're going to get there is because of Jamar Chase. I think uh, Jamar Chase balls out this year. And as long as he's healthy, I think he'll ball out this year, showing – if you're uh, one of those guys that drafts your defense late in the in your fantasy yeah. draft, Washington would be a great pickup. Yeah. I think Washington yeah. would be a great pickup. Yeah. So. And I think, like I said, I think Jamar Chase is going to ball out this season and he's going to prove the commanders wrong for declining his uh, fifth-year option. And, you know, I think he's going to get paid for whether it be the commanders or whether another team come by. But, um, yeah, I think he's going to – uh, prevail them into the top five. So cool. I got both of them. Rich, you got any other defenses other than what we, what we already <laughs> talked about? Seattle maybe, but. Um, oh, I kind of like that. Yeah. yeah Cause they were yeah. all rookies. They, they, they started like four rookies last year on that. Yeah. Defense. They had the number. All they those had guys the, are going to be second year guys this right. year. Right. It'll be interesting to see if they, they sort of maintain that level they did last year, you know, right. but I trust Pete Carroll. He's always a, exactly. You know, yeah. He's always, I give him a couple years and he'll build a top 10. Yeah. Defense, yeah. So. so that'd definitely be a team I'd look at. Yeah. So. That's great. Great. All right. Um, last up um, is uh, kickers. We don't need to talk a lot about this, but we we're talking about the rookie class and um, we had a, we had a kicker, a place kicker that was drafted in the third round this year. And so Jake Moody is who I'm talking about, of course. San Francisco, San Francisco, right? San Francisco 49ers took him in the third round, 99th pick overall. So top 100. Um, and the reason why they drafted him is because 41-year-old Robbie Gold is um, a free agent. Now, Robbie Gold, he's always been one of my favorite kickers to have in, in fantasy because the dude is automatic. He never yeah, misses. He is automatic. Um, he's, he's, I always try to get him in my fantasy so this is kind of sad to me, but this this Moody kid, he's supposed to be badass, man. He kicked a 53-yard field goal in college. Not yeah. There ain't no kickers in college putting up 53-yard field goals. So this motherfucker is supposed to be badass, automatic. I don't know if I want to go out and get him instead of gold, but gold don't even have a team right now. You know, he's a free yeah. agent. He's looking to get signed. Somebody's going to pick him up. You know what yeah, Dallas, maybe. We don't have right. a kicker. He's 41 years old, but I guarantee you somebody's going to pick him up. So yeah. Yeah, I, I'm... I mean, as far as this topic, I'm willing to see where Robbie Gold goes, maybe grab him, or I, I'd probably be willing to give his Jake Moody dude a, a shot for a rookie. You know what I'm saying? I mean, kickers, you can rotate out, but 49ers, yeah. they put up a lot of points, so you get a lot of extra points, you know what I'm saying, and and I'll, you'll get some field goal looks. So what do you guys think about the kicker and this dude? I mean, did you watch this dude? I've watched his kicks from college. Dude's automatic, man. He, he never missed. So. I uh I I I didn't watch him until after he got drafted and everybody That's when was I like, holy yeah. shit he, he yeah. went I was like what third was round like, why is he going in the uh, third round let me yeah. see this shit this dude was so, kicking bombs in college yeah yeah and I went and watched him too dad after he got drafted and everybody was freaking out that he went so high and everything and I was like damn no wonder he he went high here he, he's actually a pretty good kicker yeah so kicking um I, I mean. Yeah, I I would be willing to draft him too, but I, I feel like most kickers you see most of them go undrafted. Um, you know, I, not Robbie I, Gold. Robbie Gold. Mm-hmm. Normally, somebody drafts him towards yeah. the end of the draft every yeah. year because I, then I mean, they got the I best mean, kicker. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you obviously Vinatieri when Vinatieri was playing. You have you always drafted Vinatieri. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So. Um, Who's so your I, favorite kicker? That's a good question. Who's your favorite kicker? Mine? Yeah, both of y'all. 
Uh, right now, it's gonna be Buffalo or B- uh, Baltimore's kicker, right? Justin, Justin. Uh... Yeah, I feel like it got oh, to be Justin yeah, Tucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah Tucker, Tucker, he's a bad He's a bad ass dude out there. Tucker's automatic, man. Yeah, just, um, man, he, he's and he can kick it long. He like sixty yeah. yards. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, but, he got, but like, I, I don't know why. Player. But if we're talking about fantasy wise, I don't know why. But the last two years, I've uh, got Ag- Evan McPherson. Okay, no, McPherson is one of the top hunters. He's kickers. I mean, he's one of the top kickers. So. so yeah, yeah. Uh, I like the Gano dude from uh from the Giants. Um, you yeah. know what I'm talking. Remember, remember, like last year, he's the one that did all. He get how many damn. Uh, By the way, guys, we're like telling you all this goals. because we already know this about ourselves because we all play in the same damn fantasy league. So. Don't yeah. think we're sitting around amusing each other by naming off players. We all know who the hell we take. We play in the same <laughs> fantasy league. Yeah, right. <clears throat> that's cool, man. I, that's good. I think I think this was a cool exercise, and we could do something similar to it as it gets closer, right before the season starts. We yeah. find out where Dalvin Cook goes. We find out where D-Hop goes. Oh, yeah, that would see be if there's any other stuff hell, yeah. switched around. Mm-hmm. I would always somebody gets hurt, somebody's out for the season. Is Saquon gonna stay healthy again this year? Shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So as we get closer, we'll do the same kind of exercise, but overall with all the players and not just yeah. the rookies. Right. Um, yeah, we also have the top 100 player list coming out here. So that might be something yeah, to talk yeah, about. Yeah, well. that'll be something to talk about. That'll be that'll be pretty fun. Uh we'll t- definitely take a look at that. So um, I thought that was a good exercise. I was happy with it. I'm I'm happy with the way it went. Um what have you guys been doing to fill your sports void? Uh, Brandon, I know you've been watching some baseball. I've watched these NBA playoffs um, for the first time in a while, uh, that, that only because the heat was in it and, you know, I would, gave me somebody to root for. And, hell, we got all the way to the finals, so I'm still watching. You know well, what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, so you know, you know, I've been, I've been watching my Cincinnati Reds, you know, but yep. uh, I, I've been mainly sipping on my coffee mug, sitting around like SpongeBob, you know, at the window, counting my <laughs> just waiting down for football, just waiting. you know. 88 oh, did, days until the kickoff, baby. Did you all hear that the greatest football player, um, uh, possibly, you know, one of the one of the best football players of all time came to my is coming to Miami? Did you all hear about that? No. It just happens to be the real football, not American football, soccer, you know. Uh, you heard about that? Messi is coming to Oh uh, yeah, I heard that Messi's yeah. coming to Miami. Uh, it's it's that's a that's a great that's a great pickup for major league soccer, dude. It, major it's league, uh, American major my league soccer because you know that's good. You're bringing my in some big soccer player, so yeah, it's pretty cool. So, what about you, Rich? Hey, you just what uh, are you doing to fill the sports void? Yeah, I've been uh, playing Breath of the Wild. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like awesome that. as hell. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. So I I tried playing that game a couple times before. I kind of peter out on it because it's so so intimidating. Yeah, like right. the world is so big and stuff, but uh, right. but I've been grinding at it, so cool. that's what I've been doing. That's yeah, a time killer. That's a great game. Killer. Yeah, yeah, that'll help you. That'll definitely help you pass the time. So that's really cool, man. All right, so I guess we're gonna um, jump off here, wrap it up. Anything else that you all wanted to talk about? I thought that was a great episode. I love that exercise dealing with the the rookie, the rookies, and how they affect your draft boards. Hopefully, we helped. Um, you know. I don't think oh, really uh, Dad, um, so before we jump off, I uh, wanted to list a couple of injuries um, just so everyone gets caught up. Um, so I, I, the two that I can think of off my head is um, 
is uh, C, uh, CJ Uzama got injured the other day at the Jets practice. And then today, Taekwon Thornton goes down with a soft tissue injury. And they're not sure how long he's going to be out. So uh, that sucks. Yeah. It's still early. Yeah, They'll be good. They'll yeah, be it's, good it, it, it's still really early right now. So they yeah. still, you guys still got a chance of coming back. So yeah, as long as you don't break something or tear something. Yeah, because then you're screwed. Then you're not coming yeah. back till midseason or some shit. Yeah, like that. if yeah. then. So, well, yeah, that's it great. really sucks to see people all hurt these this injuries time, going on. Yeah, yeah you don't want to see anybody get hurt right now. I mean, yeah, they don't a, even got yeah. pads on. Come on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> what I'm saying is, we're not even at fucking preseason yet, man, and we're seeing all these injuries. Like, yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. We don't I hate to see it this time of year. Yeah. Um, but. But it's cool. Hey, at least they're out there and we got something. You know, we've seen Aaron Rodgers throw that mean-ass bomb. Did you all see that? That damn thing floated yeah. like 60 yards. Fucking yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. And then, uh, and then uh, speaking of uh, speaking of uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, the man got all the jokes. Did you see what he said the other day? They asked him how how uh, New York has been treating him so far. And he said, ah, Zach Wilson's not making my life hell these days. So he said, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny as hell. Yeah, he, doesn't, he doesn't have to look over his shoulder there that's for sure right right exactly <laughs> what's up bear nothing much man we just got done doing an hour long uh podcast about fantasy football bro how the rookie class affects yeah. your fantasy football draft by the way you love there to you see the nfl boys squad coming out baby all the people that commented today was from my channel let's go there you go that's awesome good job Pretty cool. All right, let's wrap this shit up. We'll get back on here when we got more shit to talk about. But until then, I guess we're playing Breath of the Wild, watching baseball, and we'll watch the Heat lose in NBA playoffs. Hey, Denver's just too good. Denver's just dominating, dude. Yeah, they're too good. All right. Let's yeah, go you see Jamal Murray killing it, though. Let's go. All right, we're out of here. Peace, y'all. <laughs>